everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Games Cast. Once again, my name is Adam. And I am Joe. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day, because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Joe, good morning. Mm. You're recording again on a morning. Yes, hooray. This Busy day ahead Fantastic, great, yay. Celebrating love and happiness Ugh, for two of our own. It's awful. Yeah, I know. You hate that, <laughs> right? That's like the antithesis of Joe. Yeah. Is to love support. is awful. Yeah. Uh, support love and happiness and all that. So we were recording this morning, so if we're a little tired, uh, that's fine. Even though, Joe, I slept 12 hours last night. Jesus Christ. I wasn't feeling good yesterday, so like at 8 o'clock, I like laid down, and I woke up at 8 o'clock this morning. Oh, so I, feeling I, good, feeling fresh. Got a big day. Big I worked day late, us, so, so I had to jump right into bed. <laughs> yeah, to get here mm. uh, for this very early. But this is our video games podcast, not our what we're doing during the day podcast. Not our sleep cast. Not our sleep cast. <laughs> that would be pretty boring, which I guess would be good to listen to before you go to sleep. Ooh. So I guess that's fair. Ooh, you find out you say some weird shit. That's true. Yeah. Ima- oh, man, imagine if you were a sleep talker and you did that as a podcast. Like you just put a microphone. Like, that would be actually kind of interesting. Right? Yeah. If you like, But then people would be like, it's fake. He's not really sleeping. <laughs> he's just saying weird shit while he's awake. Um that would be an interesting study, though. We'll have to do that if we know any sleep talkers. If you're a sleep talker and want to do a sleep talk podcast, let us know. Um, but yeah, so we start every episode with what we've been playing. So, Joe, what did you play this week? Uh, I picked up um, Lord of... No, well, it's not Lord... Just Middle of Earth Shadow of War. I always want to say Lord of the Rings, Middle Earth Shadow of War, but yeah. that title is just way too... Yeah, I don't think... Yeah, it's not in the No, title. it's just Middle of Earth... Or Middle Earth... God damn it. Middle Earth Shadow of War. Yes. I also always get confused because the first one was Shadow of Mordor and this one Shadow of War. And I was like, it rhymes and it's very, it's, very similar. It's, yeah, it's way too close, like mixed up a little bit, guys. Yeah. Like, come on, give me something else. But how is it? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just eh? <laughs> well, like, okay. well, what did you think of the first one? Let's... I like the first one a lot. Okay. So um, I just want to get that basis of where we are with the first one to then talk about the second one, yeah. which is now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like, I like the first one a lot um, because. Like I said, it's it's kind of my type of game. Like it's an open world, like collectathon adventure game. Like it, yeah, it's yep. it's Lord of the Rings, uh, Assassin's Creed. Okay, so it's just yeah. like run around and kill stuff and collect stuff and do missions, kind of thing like that. Uh, those are my kind of games, and I will say, like, I am enjoying the game from that aspect because I just want to like run around in Middle Earth and do shit. Um, and I like this one because it's more variety in the locations, whereas the first one was pretty much just all in Mordor. It was just in like two just sections in the of, of Mordor. Earth. Yeah. Like the shitty, you know, war ravaged part, you know, uh, the Mount Doom area. Okay. And, you, you know, you're kind of thinking like, oh, this would be cool if I could like go to where the elves lived and, you know, see various yeah. other places. I want to go to Gondor, run around there. Uh, there's a bit more of that where you get to go around different locations. Um, uh, gameplay wise, there's it's not very different. Yeah, uh, it's more of the same. It's it's a lot more of the same, and it has a really weird, uh, like flow to it. Not flow to it. All right, pacing. S- pacing. Yeah, it has a really weird pacing to it. In the fact that, um, okay, so one of the things I like a lot about, or not like about games, I always find funny about games. Uh, when you when you play a sequel of the we have to explain why your guy is not as powerful as he was at the end of the last game kind of thing. Oh, yeah. You know, at the last game, you're this ultra-powerful dude who has to like, can just go around and kill everybody super instantly. Yeah, the Batman games did that a lot. Cause it's like, you unlocked all these awesome gadgets. Now it's two days later and... All those gadgets are gone. Yeah, they're gone. You don't have them anymore. It's, yeah. 
the the Joker took him or something. Uh, yeah. So all right. So how do they do it in this game? Um, and this is the I, I guess a little bit of spoilers, but it's in the trailer. It's the very start of the game. Um, in this one. Do you know anything about the last one? You didn't play it at no, all. No, right? I that was one of those games where like everyone was like, Oh, you should get it. And then every time a sale came around, I was like, Man, I maybe I should get it for like twenty five bucks. No, I'm not gonna do it. Oh, maybe I should get it for like twenty bucks. Like, that's not bad. Ooh, it's only like fifteen bucks now. I should probably get it. And I think the last sale was like ten dollars. And I was yeah. like, I should probably get it, right? And I was like, Yeah, dude, you should really get it. Like the the new game's come out and I didn't get it. I never played it. Mm. <laughs> Lord um, of the Rings isn't my thing, so I like that. Even though it's not like super Lord of the Ringsy, from what I understand, uh, there's still, a lot of references and stuff. Yeah, but like I heard that the game is still good, even if you are not into Lord of the Rings. But yeah. something about that in the back of my mind was just like, yeah, it's just a Lord good fantasy adventure game. Yeah, um, um, but yeah, so I know nothing that occasionally about the first like one. Gollum shows up, and you go, I know that guy. What? But yeah, I don't know anything about the first one. Other uh, than it takes place in Middle Earth. Yeah, it takes place in Middle-earth. I think it takes place even like before The Hobbit. Yeah, I think it's like a thousand years or something like that. Like, I don't remember I how far. Some crazy length of time. It's pretty, like, I mean, there are characters that get referenced. Like, Gollum is it. But they do establish in Lord of the Rings that Gollum lived for a really long time. So yeah. I don't know how long he lived. The ring made him, like, live for a very long time. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly where it takes place in the timeline. I'm sure they said it in the first one, but I just don't remember. There's a yeah. lot of stuff where, like, I'm playing this one going, like, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um. You're a ranger from the Black Gate, which is the Black Gate was like the entrance to Mordor uh, back when the humans controlled like that area before uh, Sauron took over. Yep. And you're a, a ranger who was killed and then possessed by Celebrimbor, who in Lord of the Rings, he was the guy that created the rings. Oh. He was like a, a smith who forged the rings for Sauron yeah. back when he thought Sauron was a good guy. Um, you're possessed by him and... He gives you like all the crazy powers that you can get because yeah. he's a, a a wraith. So he takes off at the beginning of the second game. He's like, "You got this, man." No, at the beginning of the second game, uh, you're forging a new ring, a new one ring. So the two ring. Wow, <laughs> just really fucking with the cannon, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, they're forging a, a new ring that they say, like you know, they're like, we can use this ring to counteract Sauron's ring and defeat him. Yeah. Um, and the wraith puts like all of his energy into the ring uh, while forging it, yeah. and then they lose the ring. Got it. I wasn't sure if it was a situation where it's like. I realized the power was within you all along. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> See you, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he puts all of his energy in the ring, and then you instantly, like, lose the ring. Of course you do. Yeah. Idiot. Uh, and he's like, oh, now all my power is gone. We need to start again, kind of thing. Yeah. As we go to reclaim the ring. Um, and this is where, I guess, spoilers come in if you're still playing the game or you haven't gotten the game. Wait a bit for them. Okay. Go. Uh, this this is where the pacing gets weird for the game. So the game starts off, you lose the ring, and it's like, we need to get the ring back. We can use the ring to defeat Sauron, blah, 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 blah. And you, the, at that point, like everything is about going to you know re- reclaim the ring. Like halfway through the ring, or halfway through the game, you get the ring back. Nice. So it's it feels really weird because you feel like you beat the game halfway through it because you get the ring like that should be the point of it yeah like the, and and I guess they're like now that we have the ring we can do it but so you, I'm I'm playing the game and it's all you know it's a character gets like steals the ring from you and says like you know if you want the ring back you need to do what I say and all this stuff and eventually you go and you do all of these things you do all these missions you have to you're trying to save a town blah 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 yeah and then you go back to talk to that person and talking to them and they're just like okay here's the ring 
That's it? Yeah. She just gives it to you? They're like, they, you show up and she's getting attacked and like you help her defeat the people that are attacking her and she's just like, here, here's the ring. Have fun. And then it's like, okay, go on. And all of a sudden you're in a new area on a completely like new storyline halfway through the game. Huh. And it, it was, it happened so suddenly and so out of nowhere yeah. that I got really confused. Yeah, I would too. Especially yeah. if it's like, you'd think the plot of the game was to get the ring back. Yeah. And then that's what do. it was up until that point And you just get it. So it's almost like two different games in one. Almost. So to speak. Yeah. Huh, weird. And you do it and then they're just like, and you're in a new area Fair and enough. all the other characters are gone. And like the original plot is gone and all, everything gets, there's like, you know, several little plot lines up to that point that just get solved weird at that point also huh so well, yeah all right mm. good on you i guess yeah I, and i was like okay i win i guess oh no i'm somewhere new and they're like okay now we need to do this whole new thing that's completely separate from the thing we were doing before yeah. good job on getting that ring back i know it, it was such a weird design choice is it really halfway through or are you just like it's way longer of a game than you think it is it's it's either way longer than a game than i think it is but i was keeping an eye on like the progression tracker yeah. and like the collectibles tracker. Yeah. And by that point I had collected already 60% of all the collectibles and I had collected everything that I could collect up to that point. Oh, so wow. Unless the game is like really sparse with its collectibles towards the end when it's like, you need to be focusing on this battle. So there's no collectibles in the last three levels or something. That Maybe it's but possible. Even then, you're still pretty close to halfway regardless. Yeah. So damn. Well, that's a weird dynamic and a shift. Yeah. It, I mean, it didn't ruin the game for no. me. It just was like jarring. Yeah, it's a strange choice. Yeah. And uh, another thing about it is there was a major component. The Nemesis system was the big thing in the, the yes. first game. Um, and there was a major component to that that was unaccessible until that point. So one of the big things was like about uh, dominating and taking over the orcs to like make them fight for you. Yep. And you couldn't do that until you got the ring back. Well, yeah, why would they listen to you if you don't have the ring? Yeah. You're just a nobody. Yeah. You don't have a wraith inside of you. You don't have a ring. We're not listening to you. Yeah, but that was like a major component to the entire first game. So yep. for the first half of the game, I'm going like, when am I going to do the thing that made the Nemesis system cool? Halfway. There was a thing. Yeah, the Nemesis system was the thing that made that game interesting. And they completely nerfed it up until that point. And the whole time I'm playing it, I'm going like, you know... When am I going to get to the point where like it's cool? It's like if you were playing a Spider-Man game and they're like, okay, but you can't swing the webs until you get the webs, like uh, the web shooters, and you don't get the web shooters until halfway through the game. That'd be awful. I know. Yeah, that'd be a really terrible game. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, so questionable and, design choices and story choices, but otherwise okay. I mean, it's it's still like I mean I, I can picture other people hating it. I can understand why other people wouldn't like it, and. I'm not saying it's great in any way, shape, or form because yeah. of those weird design choices, but I'm I'm still having fun with the game. Yeah, like it's still a big open world like collectathon game. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like I'm having fun. Did they try to add anything that like maybe took their time away from the cool stuff? Like that's a, that's another thing. So now that I got to the point where I because it seems like they took a lot away is what I'm I kind yeah. of yeah. I and now that I've got to the point where I have the ring and like I can do the Nemesis system, system stuff. Um, and maybe I need to play farther into it to unlock more abilities to it. How much more, uh, how much farther do you have left to go, though? I don't know. Um, now that I've gotten to the point where I can do stuff, it doesn't feel any different. Yeah. Uh, which is 
I remember them being like, you know, we're working on a brand new Nemesis system. The thing that made this game cool, it's going to be great. And I'm playing it. And I'm like, this doesn't seem any different to me. Yeah, it's brand new because you can only play for half of it. Yeah. That's, that's it, the new part. Maybe they were like Way hoping different. you would forget and you'd be like, oh, now that I can do it again, it's all new to me. Yeah. Yeah, that you play for half the game to forget that you like the Nemesis system. And then when they bring it back, you're like, oh, yeah, this is, what is this new system? I haven't been playing for six hours of this game. Yeah. And I, I mean, I did play a lot. Like, I played, you know, at least four hours a day pretty much at that point. So I feel like, but I spend, I'm the kind of Your person, time is collecting, I, yeah, I dick around. Yeah. I'm like, I need to get everything 100% complete before I go on to the next mission. Whereas anybody else could have just been like, boom, 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 I'm here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you might have just taken longer to get to that nemesis stuff than they expected. Yeah, than the average yeah. gamer. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, hopefully the rest of it gets better for you. But yeah, I'll have a. Well, I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming out next week. There's a lot of stuff in the next couple of weeks coming out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, what else? I really you... need to buckle down and make sure I beat stuff. Yeah, really got to hunker down and play those video games. I know my life is so hard. <laughs> um, what else did you play this week? Uh, did I talk about the Evil Within two? Today, no. I, <laughs> we I just started. I don't remember <laughs> what was pre podcast and post podcast. No. No, everything. I also is, got the Evil Within two. Everything except for Lord of the Rings was pre podcast. Okay, you got Evil Within it's, two, Joe. It's early. <laughs> it's very early. Um, I got the Evil Within two. How is it? I don't know yet. Oh, you didn't really play it at all. I only played the first level. Okay, because I, I was like, okay, uh, I, I don't want to get too into this before Playing your finishing world, game. world, the uh, Lord of the World of the Rings, World of the Rings, the Evil with Rings, yeah. It's all bleeding together now. I know. Uh, yeah, I only played the first level. Um, Were you scared? I, no. I oh. haven't gotten to the point where anything has happened yet. Like, it's all, like, set up. Yeah. You know, you're, you got to go and, like, walk around this building, you know. And I, I haven't run into, level. yeah, I haven't run into any monsters or anything creepy just yet. Um, I kind of regret going back and not playing the first game again because I completely forgot how the first one ended. Oh. And I was kind of, like, really confused. Well, I was more going like, oh, yeah, that was a thing, wasn't it? Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot how weird that part was. And, um, I mean, I don't want to spoil it. I just I spoiled Lord of the Rings, but I don't want to spoil this one. We can only but, spoil one game a week, I think yeah. that's what our quota is. Uh, so, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm going to try and finish up Lord of the Rings as quickly as I can and then get onto that one before well, like everything close, else so. comes out. Yeah. Cool. What did you play? Uh, I went demo crazy this mm. week. Uh, I played some more of the Battlefront beta because they extended it a couple extra days. Uh, I'm not sure specifically why people having fun or they didn't get enough stress test data or whatever. Um, so I played that a little I bit I feel more. like that's a thing that happens a lot more often nowadays. I feel like they're like blowing smoke up your ass. They're like, we're only going to do it for these days. I'm just kidding. We're going to do yeah, it. Yeah, you can keep playing. Days. It's um, only going to be for two days. Yeah. No, a week. Uh, but I realized, so originally when I booted up the beta last weekend, I was just, there was a page on like the front, like splash page that you get that just says like play now. And so I would click that and I was at the mercy of whatever it was giving me, which was that I talked about last week, that like assault mode where you're the separatists, like droid soldiers and whatever. Um, but then I booted it up one day and there was a Starfire thing and I realized that there's a play tab. And if you go to the play tab, you can choose the different modes or whatever. Uh, so I did some space battles, which were super fun. Uh, I had to switch the controls around and get used to them again because the controls in that game were a little wonky for... Um, for spaceships because it's like the one stick is the throttle so how fast and slow you go and then one stick is like moving left and right and up and down um so that was a little like 
weird to get used to again was that dynamic of not just like pressing a trigger to fly. It's, you know, using the, you're constantly just flying and then it's about controlling how fast and slow you go in addition to pitching and yawing, as they say in the ship industry, um, that's left and right and up and down for those that aren't, you know, adept. No, yeah, I I absolutely knew all of that. Well, some of the listeners may not have, you know, they may not be into ship lingo the way that I am, obviously. Um, But that was a lot of fun. I know port. Yeah, there you go. Starboard. Starboard aft. There you go. All right. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. A lot of ship talk. Um, So that was a lot of fun. So I I played a little bit more of that. I also downloaded the uh, Gran Turismo Sport demo, which is a demo that I think just goes right up until the game comes out. And then any progress you make in the demo carries over into the game. I always like when they do that. Yeah. Especially because like, you know, you're doing these things with these cars and you're unlocking these cars and like, what's the point? It's, it's, I mean... That's a lot of times that's why I don't like to play some demos sometimes yeah. just because I'm like, I don't want to put time into this and then have that all go away. Yeah. And Especially like, when it's, you know, something I remember Crackdown or was it Crackdown 2? Actually, you could unlock the achievements oh, that's cool. for the game in the demo. Yeah. So you were all about like that. you could like start your character and, you know, start playing the game and run around and. It, you, it would say, you know, you don't unlock the achievement, but it says, like, you have unlocked this achievement, and yeah. it will be unlocked when you purchase the full game. Oh, okay. So you only get credit for it once you have the real game. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yes, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> Early achievement. Hooray. Yeah. I already feel validation. Yeah. It was, like, almost kind of devilish, because I was like, well, now I need to buy the game, because yeah. I don't want to let those achievements go away. Look how many achievements I'm still oh, my God. I've got, like, ten of them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I played it. I'm not a huge racing game person, but I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot. First off, it looks amazing. Mm. And like, I have the PS4 Pro, I have the 4K TV, like it lets oh, you... Oh, la-dee-da, Mr. Frenchman. <sighs> it just, no, because like when you boot the game up, it's like, do you have an HDR TV? Do you want to turn on HDR? Do you want to like tweak these settings and things like that? So it knows what you can do and then like it's kind of scary how these things are like so intertwined nowadays yeah. what is a sony you like TV turn something so? on well yeah i have the same tv yeah. as you we bought, both bought the same deal we did but it's always kind of creepy when it was like we know everything about you do That's you want right. us to activate this yeah, it's <laughs> um so like it looks amazing the like i've played grand turismo games like here and there never like super got into them because i'm not like a big driving sim type person because yeah. i always I always forget that like when I'm going 80 miles an hour in a real car with real physics or whatever, I can't do those hairpin turns like I can in like a burnout or a Mario Kart. No, but like, you know what I mean? Like I'm not used to the realistic physics of cars in games because I play so many kart racers. Yeah. yeah. You're like, why is it not just doing a complete like 360 spin right now? Yeah, exactly. When I hit the e-brake slide, why am I not like fast and the furious saying, why am I like just spinning in a circle? Like that doesn't make any sense. I should be Vin Diesel right now. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but I, you know, I played through, like, they have like a training thing. So I did all the training things that I could just to like do the little stuff. And then I went through and like, I've been doing some races and stuff and I'm having fun with it. I don't think it's going to game I'm going to get, especially not like right away. Cause there's too much coming out that I really want to get in the next couple of weeks. Um, but I have fun with it and I think it's worthwhile if you're into racing games to definitely check it out. Um, if for no other reason than to look at all the pretty cars and the pretty landscapes and things that they have. So, um, I did have some fun with that and I'm going to keep, you know, if I want to play for like, Oh, I want to kill time for like a half an hour. Like, Oh, I'll go do a couple races. Like it's not that big a deal. Um, so I'll probably continue to play that a little bit. Uh, and then the last demo that I got to go hands on with was the Mario Odyssey demo. 
What? what? Super excited. Um, they have the demo now at most retail stores that are big enough to have um, Switch demo stations. Mm-hmm. Um, so, one at our local Best Buy. Yeah, Best Buys, Targets, Walmarts, GameStops, I've seen them. So uh, if you're really itching to play that game and want to get a, a sense of it, uh, those are available at stores. I've even seen some people uploading speedrun videos of it already where they're going through and so collecting filming the, it with their phones. They're filming it with their phones and they're just like, they're realizing that they can do this thing to like there cut are, this there big are best boy Best Buy employees are just like, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> get out of here with your fucking speedruns. Get out of here, you fucking nerd. Um, but it takes place, the demo takes place in that like sombrero desert land kind of thing. So you just, you run through, you get a sense of the controls, you get a sense of the mechanics. Uh, the hat mechanic is weird to me at this point because it's a time demo. So you don't get to spend a ton of time with it. Um so I don't like, I'm sure once I sit down with the game, I'm going to get a hang of it like immediately. But just like playing the demo, standing there in the store, uh, it was a little weird because in order for you to get your hat to stay out so you can like jump on it and use it to get to these different places, you have to hold down the hat throw button. And for whatever reason, like as I was playing it, every time I went to then go jump on the hat, I was then letting go of the hold the hat button. So I would just jump and the hat would fly back to my head and, and we'd both fall to fall the ground. ground. Yeah. Uh, undoing any progress that I had made or just killing me straight up. So, hey, um, man, at least you're not like figuring this out at the Nintendo World Championship. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so good on those. I They had to have let them at least try it before like in the time where they were doing their bullshit talking or whatever probably a different to. probably a different level yeah exactly but just like here guys get, get a, used to the mechanics get a sense of the controls get a sense of the mechanics this is what you have to do like that can't have been it could have just been they go in like blind yeah exactly so um so i played that i did it a couple different times because like i said it's a time demo so um it is very much like um, Mario 64 where there's those hidden moons all over the place. You can do different things to like make my, the moons my appear. Oh, yeah. You're going to want to collect all these. So it's like some I of them are it, hidden. I feel in the, the itch already. <sighs> some of them are hidden in plain sight where you just have to get to that area to see them. Some of them you have to do an objective to then get them to appear to, to where you can go get them. And then some of them are like the big moons that are the objective in the space. So like you have to go to the top of this tower to get them and the getting to the top of the tower involves that mechanic that we saw in the, uh, the Nintendo world championships where you're going into a pipe and it turns into 2d Mario. Um, so that like encompasses both styles of Mario and it's just a lot of fun. And like, I can't wait to like when the time end, when the, like the time of the demo ended, if there was nobody standing around watching me play, it's like, I guess it's like stopping me from just going in and starting again and like going for a different moon this time or like, oh, I was this close to that other moon. I just got to go get it now. Um, Taking over bullet bills was cool. Like flying around in those. That was fun. Um, You know, taking over all the different things and killing dudes and stuff. Lampposts. Yeah, there's no lamppost that I could overtake in this one, at least as far as I could tell. Shame. Um, But yeah, like it's, it's so much fun. I didn't need to be sold anymore on this, but it was cool just to play it. And now I have to wait the what is it two weeks before yeah. i can play it again uh yeah two weeks two weeks from, from yesterday yep so uh i'm down can't wait really excited uh, i'm gonna get back into playing switch every day again because i haven't been doing it lately because just so, so much other stuff yeah uh, has been coming carrie's out. got my copy of mario rabbits that's right you let her borrow it mm. Um, I have other stuff to play. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, that was it for me. Just a lot of demos this week. Uh, the next couple of weeks are going to be big, though. There's a lot of games coming out that mm. I'm uh, feverishly anticipating. So, yeah. But 
just demos getting me hyped for for new things that are coming out um so that's going to do it for what we've been playing which means we're going to jump right into our uh, main story this week there was a lot of uh, vr related news items not a lot just a couple but like they had a lot of things in them uh so we're just going to have like a vr day uh before we get into like the news bits in the lightning round um so first things first this happened on monday uh it, this was like a, a pretty big deal considering uh the source and what is coming uh oculus had a uh, like a whole like conference conference yeah on monday uh complete with weird mark zuckerberg touring hurricane ravaged puerto rico in vr and being like look floods and everyone (laughs) going yeah we know that's the problem (laughs) um so uh they announced an oculus go which is a 200 vr headset that does not require a phone doesn't require a computer no wires no nothing it just sits on your face and is ready to go at all times um, it seems like it's just the like the Samsung Gear VR without with the phone component built right in. Yeah. Because from what I understand, like the games and stuff that you'll play and the store that you'll download apps from is pretty much just whatever is available on the Samsung VR. Um, did you have any like specific pieces that you wanted to go over from that? Uh, I mean, not really. I know it has like uh, 256 or 2560 by 1440 LCD screen in it. Uh, uses spatial audio, uh, but pretty much it is, it's just like you said. It's it's the Samsung Gear, and yeah. you just don't need uh, to put your phone, phone into yeah. it, which I think is cool. I always kind of didn't like the like you stick your phone into it kind of thing. Yeah, mainly just because I'm like I feel like I'm gonna like fuck up and drop my phone or break it or something. It's gonna it's, fall out of there somehow. It's been real fast. It's gonna. Fly I'm gonna be all like, wow, this is great, and it's gonna go like flying. I've yeah. always this this is one of those things that I've kind of always wanted. Like, I like my uh, PSVR, uh, and obviously, you know, the things that you can do in a more dedicated um, VR headset, like the PSVR, or a regular Oculus Rift, or a HTC Vive, is going to be be significantly better. Um, But I've always been looking forward to the, like, here's just a thing, like, it's all you need. Yeah. Like, I, I like my PSVR, I just hate the fact that I have to, every time I want to use it, there's like million wires i have to deal with yeah. and constant fiddling and adjusting and blah 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 blah. i kind of always just like i just want like a thing that I can just go boop, and pop it on my head and yeah. just go and, and not have to worry about anything and it's good because you can take it like other places like yeah the cool thing about vr is showing other people yeah VR. i'm not like you have to come over to my house yeah. or if i want to bring my psvr over here i have to like go behind my tv and unplug everything and unhook everything yeah. and this and that and you know, pack up the games, and, like a you big know, ass box over. Bring it. bring all the 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 the, the wands. wands and everything like yep. that. Camera, mm-hmm. whole deal, all that shit is painful. But yeah. just having a thing that's like, all right, here we go, have fun, enjoy it. You know, you you get the experience without all the hassle. Like it's not as good of an experience, but it's still an experience. Yeah, and like the cool thing is too is because like I had so you have the PSVR, mm-hmm. I have the Google Daydream, which is a you put your phone in there kind of thing that like Google developed. Um, and I want to like, oh, I'm gonna go over my friend's house. Like I bought this game, I want to go like play it with them, and we're all gonna play and have a good time. And then I remember that like by the time I get done with work at the end of the day, my battery's at like forty percent and. We only have a couple, we only have like an hour of playtime before that battery is going to drain the fuck out. And then I got to charge it and do all these things. So it's like, that's even just a hurdle now that you won't have to get over because you're not using what is essentially your daydream device, like your headset device all day as your phone. And then like 
wanting to play VR, I'd have to like charge it up. And that's just the thing that you don't have to deal with when it's all encompassed within it. Um, and the fact that it's being made by Oculus and not some weird third party, like, mm. look, we're trying VR. You should play our VR headset. Like this at least is a name. It has a name value behind it. Yeah. An established brand. Yeah. And they already have like, because Oculus makes the Samsung Gear VR, like they're already in that space of portable VR units. Yeah. They're just essentially taking the innards of a Galaxy phone and putting it inside of a yeah. headset. And also, uh, it's always good to see the first step. Yeah. Like this this is just the first. Well, I guess technically the phone stuff was the first step. But this is really the first step to hopefully, which will eventually be like a really in-depth standalone VR experience yeah, without having to do all that yeah. stuff for the consumer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I might get one. Like, honestly, I, I thought about it. Like, 200 bucks isn't bad. No. Not no, at all. Especially if it's already, especially if it has that built-in, like, app store that you would think it would because it's most likely coming over, like we said, from the Samsung stuff. You've got a dedicated app store. You've got tons of games already available for it. Yeah, and now that there's like a dedicated thing, then if it picks up, like, you obviously will start seeing people, more people making more games for it. Yeah. And I'm sure it'll be a thing, too, where it's like, hey, you know, buy this and get a free Oculus Go or something like there'll be some kind of bundles you can get or companies will be incentivizing giving out a free one or like get one for half off if you purchase this other thing or whatever. You know, like they'll come up with stuff um, to like entice more people to buy it. So, yeah, I I think it could be a pretty successful thing. It's 2018. Yes, I believe. Yeah, uh, I don't think it, it, I don't think I had like an official date. They just said coming 2018. Now, did you see they're also working on like a new, uh, they're codenamed Santa Cruz VR mm-hmm. headset? No, I didn't see that. Uh, I didn't actually watch this event. I didn't watch it either because I didn't know about it until afterwards. But I saw a bunch of like different um, like articles coming out afterwards. Yeah. They're like, well, this is what happened at the Oculus thing, Bob. Yes. Uh, yeah. The only the only two articles I saw were the, uh, the one about the Oculus Go and the one about Mark Zuckerberg being like, isn't Puerto Rico fucked up? And everyone going, uh-huh. Um... So, yeah. So, Oculus is making more than just that one. There is... Let's see. Uh, so, it's a development kit codenamed Santa Cruz, which features full motion tracking in a wireless headset. And then Oculus Go is a mobile headset with built-in electronics instead of a phone slot. So, the Santa Cruz seems like it's going to be more akin to a PSVR. Just uh, without wires. Just without wires. I like this. Yes. Um, so you it's may all wanna, I want to hear. So, you may want to hold out. Uh, and then the Oculus Go is the mobile. Well, I'm sure you're still going to need a good computer on like my piece of shit computer. That's true. I yeah, because that one doesn't seem like it. That one seems like it'll be the next step in the Oculus Rift is the codename Santa Cruz, while the Oculus Go is the next step in the Samsung Gear VR. Hmm. Um, so I like yeah, what I'm hearing though. Yeah, so you'll probably still need a diesel computer. I'm sure and, the PSVR two, or I guess the next one coming out. They already have the two coming out. Yeah, so I'll show Joe 2. a picture uh, mm-hmm. of what is the Santa Cruz. They're like it's the not the final design, but it's the basic idea of it. Where oh, he's, okay. yeah, it I just like that. it looks like an Oculus Rift. It fits perfectly on this guy's head, and he's using the like the paddle controllers with the like the circle, the regular Oculus. Um, controllers so uh, that is another one though that one had uh, obviously much less news attached to it um yeah because just an announcement phase yeah exactly so they they have they're working on it they've got some different like prototypes and things available that people can see um but it's not exactly like ready to like this is the full big thing um so uh so yeah so that was news from the oculus event uh, not to be outdone, though, uh, PlayStation Blog put up a piece this week uh, 
showing 60 plus games that are going to be available yeah. by we're spring like hey we're not we're not a lame duck nope uh don't which, just worry about that oculus yeah we also have stuff coming uh and so last week we had talked about the new model of the psvr is coming with the built-in headphones and things like that still wires though joe mm. um so not liking what you're hearing mm. as much um but a whole host of games coming to psvr um so i guess we can just run through a list of them because yeah um, you know, we got time, so uh, we'll just go pretty quickly with them, and then uh, we'll see what Joe's looking forward to the most, since he's the only one of the two of us that has a PSVR. Uh, I'll throw my thoughts into because I might be getting one, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, all right, so coming in 2017, we've got Bravo Team, Doom VR, Gran Turismo Sport, Megaton Rainfall, uh, Moss, No Heroes Allowed, Abduction, Pixel Junk VR, Dead Hungry, Stifled, Elder Scrolls. The Inpatient, and then those are all the big ones that they... I'm not going to read this whole list. I've yeah, that's decided. a lot. It's 60-plus games. Yeah. Justice League VR. That's interesting. Really? I didn't... Oh, yeah. Justice League VR. Check that out. Uh, let's see if there's any cool ones. like. So the PlayStation blog, you can go and see all these. They had a write-up on a couple of them, and then just a big but list of them. Other upcoming 20... This is 2017? These are 2017 titles that we're looking at. Big list. Uh, Drunken Bar Fight. Totally Whoa. down to give that a try. Uh, Chernobyl could be pretty cool. Uh, what else do we got? Ooh, I mean, it would be pretty cool if it was just like a tour of walking around like Chernobyl as is right now. Yeah. I've always wanted to do that. Um, what I'm it? sure they're going to be like, oh my God, there's mutant zombies everywhere. Uh, here's one piggybacking on a recent reboot, Flatline Experience the Other Side. I which don't I even know what that is. I'm assuming it's tied to Flatliners. Like oh yeah, the, the movie. Other side the movie. That yeah, you're, that you're. Dead. Well, this is what you see when you die. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if that's tied into the movie. I imagine they would call it flatliners. Though. Yeah. Um, but so I said same general thing. Yeah. yeah. Seems like they're piggybacking off the thing. Uh, oh yeah, the monsters of the deep. Final Fantasy 15 is coming. Uh, I can't believe that's a thing. Yeah. Every time I think about it, it just seems so silly. Fishing with the boys. Yeah. Cold one. Hey, guys, you know Final Fantasy, that thing that everyone loves? Everyone loves Final Fantasy. You know what's Final Fantasy, where you fight giant monsters and go on epic adventures? We're making a fishing game. Let's go fishing! <laughs> um, VR. They're milking that fucking game for everything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Joe, out of these big ones, what are you looking forward to the most? Is uh, it Lost, the one where you're uh, the rat? It was Mouse Guard, the game. No, not Matt. What is that? What is that movie that where it's like uh, Secret of Nim? Nope. Damn it. I don't remember. Never mind. We're moving on. Um, I can't. I can see the game that they made for it, but I don't remember the name of it. Um, but yeah, what are you looking forward to? You gonna get uh, Doom? Bravo Team looked good. I thought. So Bravo Team is a super massive game. They made Tumble VR and Until Dawn: Rush of Blood. Wow, they're really busy with that stuff. Yeah, it's a first-person shooter for single-player online, two-player co-op. That would probably be the coolest thing about it. Yeah. Well, um, I, I remember they. Sh- I'm pretty. Uh, if this is the same one I'm thinking of, I'm pretty sure it is. I remember during the E3 presentation they showed some of this, and the, one of the big problems with the VR games is like movement. You know, you can't get really moving down very well without giving people. Yeah. Terrible motion sickness. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this one did something I thought was, it was like, oh yeah, that's a good, that's a good way to handle it, kind of thing, uh, in which you are, you know, a, a special ops commando dude running. Like you're not running around. It's you, you go into cover and you like stand up and you shoot, and then you can like look at other cover 
and click on it and you like will jump and run to that cover. Oh, cool. So you can't run and so gun. So you're not like you're not running and gunning, but you're yeah. like moving in between cover to cover to cover and like just popping up and shooting oh, that's all the a whole cool time. Idea. And I'm like, oh, that's a that's a good way to do it because yeah. you know, I remember watching like the Doom VR trailer and like the guy would like point at the ground and like click and then it would like he would appear where the, you clicked like and he would like shoot from there and I'm like, ah, that just looks so awkward and yeah. weird Don't and like especially that. if it's like something fast and frenetic. Yeah, but if you're making time crisis into a VR game, okay, I'm cool with that. Yeah, which is yeah, that's which what is it essentially is. it kind of is. Yeah, it's just you get to pick where you want to run to. Yeah, uh, Grand Turismo Sport will be pretty cool. I think the demo has it, so you might. Wanna I want to. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to look into look. that now because I don't really care about Grand Turismo. I'm the same as you. Like, I don't really care about the, um, the sim. simulation yeah. racing. But I mean, if it's in VR, I imagine get in the car. Yeah, yeah. you're like okay. At least now I'm in the car looking around, like kind of getting more of a feel for the speed that I'm getting. Yeah, because I like playing when I was playing Grand Turismo, I was switching back and forth between the you're just seeing what's there and the view where you're seeing what's the behind inside. the car versus the in in the in the car view. No, I was actually doing the um, like you're just seeing where you're going. There's no car in front of you. It's oh, just I hate like, that mode. I would. That's how it's defaulted. So I was doing that, and I was switching around to the different ones I liked. Um, but I tried doing just in the car. It was really hard to see and really hard to look around. You had to use the right stick to like look at the rear view mirrors to see if there's a car coming on either side of you. So you can kind of like, you know, cut them off and block the block their path in VR. I would just be able to look and that would yeah. feel much more like driving. So I would actually uh, want to check that out. Yeah. And I imagine, you know, you're just sitting there, you yeah. know, unlike others, you know, action, fast paced action games where you get this weird feeling of v, like vertigo from trying to move around this. You're just sitting still. So like you just feel like you're sitting in the car, and yeah. like looking back behind you and stuff. Yeah, that's it. Seems more realistic to do and appropriate. Exactly. Impatient looks good, also. Yes, I was just gonna say the impatient is from. Uh, it's set within the Until Dawn universe. And um, I haven't played Until Dawn. I got the free copy, so uh, at some point I'm gonna have to sit down and play it. Yeah, before this comes out, which is this you know this year, so you gotta get cracking on it. Yeah, but a good so, spooky VR game yep. is always good. And I think a lot of people, too, were really upset when Rush of Blood was announced because it's like, wait, Until Dawn was this really cool game that really people really liked. And now it's just a weird clown-based on-rail shooter. Yeah, that doesn't fit. This seems more like it fits in that game universe than uh, Rush of Blood did. Uh, but yeah, a ton of stuff. Like The longer list is the stuff that's coming in the rest of 2017. Um, and then there's stuff coming in 2018. Uh, there's a game called golem which looks kind of cool this american dream game looks kind of cool though it seems like it's going to be a little too on the nose given the state of the country uh it is set in 1950s world's fair uh but the whole thing is uh, around guns it revolves around guns where they're a part of the daily routine so it looks like you're you're working in a diner and you're flipping burgers but you're using bullets to flip the burgers which like okay i i get the tongue-in-cheek like guns are a part of society you guys but and taking it to like that next step in a satirical way um and if the gameplay is good then yeah if then it's sweet if it's fun but if it's not then the tongue-in-cheek no longer. you feel like you're being preached to exactly kind of thing. um but it's cool because like the picture that they have in the playstation blog he you clearly tell they're like he's flipping burgers onto the patties and then there's a little target to hit that says order up so you probably shoot that i've that. actually seen more for this game yeah 
And it, I mean, it really is like, I, I think in the, it starts off with you as a baby and like your mom comes in, you're like, hey, little kid, like, welcome to the world. Here's a gun. Yeah. And like, give it to you. And you're like, I want my bottle. Bang. And the bottle like falls into the crib for you to get. It uh, it reminds me of that Simpsons episode where Homer gets a gun. And he's like, <laughs> he's, like shutting off all the lights by shooting all the lights. Yeah. And he's, uh, he's like shooting the beer to open it. And it even says that in the thing. It's like flipping burgers, assembling them for customers, opening a can for a drink, watering plants. Weeding and landscaping, so like everything is going to be done with guns in here. Um, so yeah, the the list of early 2018 stuff not really as long. Uh, nothing really seems uh, super exciting except for one game, which had Joe go. Of course, they're doing that. I'm really excited, and that game is Penn and Teller's VR. Frankly, unfair, unkind, unnecessary, and underhanded, including. Desert Bus. Now, I did not know what this is. Joe, explain to the audience what Desert Bus is. Uh, Desert Bus was a... Well, this was part of a game called Smoke and Mirrors, which was a Sega CD game. It was Penn & Teller Smoke and Mirrors. I don't think it was actually released. I think it was like shown off in you know Game Informer or whatever the, the game magazines at the time. They were like, Penn & Teller has a game coming out. It was all like weird, subversive, cerebral stuff. Um, I, I don't think it got released... Like in stores, but it eventually made its way, you know, into public hands. Yep. Um, especially as ROMs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, one of the games on it was a game called Desert Bus, in which you drive from where was it? Tucson. Tucson to Las Vegas. Yep. Which was something like an eight-hour drive, and you're driving a bus the entire time, and you can't pause the game, and you can't stop the bus. Yeah. And you're driving in real time. And you're driving so in real time. Yeah. So you have to drive the entire eight hours nonstop without taking a break. Um, for the most part, it's just driving in a straight line. But if you're like not every once in a while adjusting your like steering wheel, you yeah. eventually you'll drive off the road and like, you know, your, your truck will break its tires and you have to get towed you're, back you're to stuck there and you have to get towed back. Um, and is it's a thing that like kind of became a cult classic and eventually they have like desert bus tournaments that they do every year so where people have to like longest. yeah who you have to you know do not really speed runs cuz it you can't. there's there's only the the basic amount of 8 hours to it um but eventually you, you if you do it and you drive all 8 hours you're rewarded with driving back sweet <laughs> Now, will you play this in VR, or are you afraid your eyes will melt out of your your forehead? Uh, dude, this thing—it seems like it's like designed to give you some sort of cancer. Yeah, right. I I have to imagine because of the nature of VR and how they're constantly like, make sure you take breaks because otherwise you're gonna you know explode your head. Uh, I can't imagine they enforce eight hour driving things, but it's I'm I'm assuming they're putting it in there just as a like tongue. Remember cheek. this? Yeah. Remember this thing that happened? Yeah. And they know you won't actually try to play it for eight hours. Though some people will. So maybe there's a thing where it's like, maybe they'll put rest stops in there where it's like, or, hey, get out. Like, or maybe, around. maybe even though it's a VR game, maybe you can take your headset off and still play it on this TV screen. Yeah, maybe. Uh, we'll see. We'll have to, if, if it comes out and it has this in it, like you and I will have to look into it and like, maybe we take turns, you know, maybe you drive the first leg. I drive the second leg. We'll, we'll maybe, get to Vegas. Maybe you can hook up two VRs and one person's driving and the other one's the passenger. Just hanging out in the back of the <laughs> you bus. You can like get up and walk back and forth down the bus. <laughs> All right. Like walk up and like flick the, uh, the little sentry. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I'm on board. No, you got to stay behind the line. What kind of buses are you on where you can't, where you can go ahead of the line? I wonder like you can screw with the driver. 
<laughs> knock his hat off. I need to go to the bathroom. Tweak Tyler. the screen. Yeah. <laughs> throw like throw stuff at him. It's like, oh look, you have like a, a lunch bag with like yeah. an apple in it. You like bunk, yeah. bop it off the top of their head. You've got a, you know, you've got like a straw and you're shooting the straw wrap around him. Yeah, no, you can fuck with the driver. For I want to make points. this game now. If this Done. isn't if this isn't the game, I'm gonna make it. Yeah, we we figured it out. Patent pending. Um, so yeah, so if you're interested in the full list, cause like I said, I'm not going to read it out. I changed my mind halfway through the segment. Uh, then you can go to the PlayStation blog. They do have a list of upcoming, um, VR titles. Are you excited Joe about all these VR titles to someone who owns a VR headset and probably doesn't play it as much yeah. as you thought you may have or yeah. wanted to. Yeah. I mean, I just, you're right. Like I have it. I don't really hook it up too much. Um, mainly cause I don't really have the room for it. Yeah. I need to like clear out some stuff, make some room in my room. You have I have like ceilings, I have like dude. a I have low ceilings. I have like a huge table in front of my TV yeah. that I can just kind of like wheel out of the way. Nice. Uh, so but, yeah, so yeah. There there is some good stuff. I it was weird because I knew it wasn't true, but in my head I kept saying like, "Oh, there's nothing coming out for this thing that I bought," and like I'm I knew there wasn't. I and no matter how much I would be like, "Oh wait," but there's Elder Scrolls and Doom and this and this and this, I would yeah. still instantly default to, "Oh, there's nothing coming out for this thing. Yeah. I can't believe I wasted five hundred bucks on this." Yeah. And it's more just me being like a stubborn idiot. Yeah. Well, I mean, and like early part of this year, there wasn't a lot. Like there were little experiences here and there, and like Star Trek. The bridge crew came out. And yeah, stuff like but that. I wasn't going to spend sixty bucks on that. No, exactly. So like stuff had come out, but it's not anything that you were necessarily interested in. It seems like with yeah. this list, and is I a would lot like more. occasionally, whenever I, you know, every two weeks, whenever I would go to check what was on the PS Plus sales and stuff, uh, I would go and say, I'm going to check and see what's VR new in the VR section, yeah. just to see if there's anything there. And then you know, it was like one or two new games, yeah. and a lot of them were like, oh, this looks like crap. Yeah. I don't want that. Yeah, this is shovelware. I don't want it. Yeah, but now it looks like there's serious stuff coming out. This Which is this is, is where like the real games are starting to come out. Yeah, this so was excited. the promise when they said, yeah. like, don't worry, it's not just going to be little five minute, you know, dinky things. They're going to be full experiences, yeah. full games. This so. this isn't PlayStation Move. No, <laughs> PlayStation Move had some good full games that I enjoyed playing. Not a lot of them, though. No, not a lot of them, but you know. Enough. I didn't feel super gypped with it. Yeah. I I spent a, probably more time with the PlayStation Move than others did. So, um, so yeah. So this is that's the end of our VR segment, which means it's time once again for the lightning round. Not lightning round, uh, where we're going to run through all of the different little news bits that we don't have a lot to say. Uh, if you do feel like you have more to say than the other person, you can just yell lightning round, pause, and we will stop on that. Though typically we usually just ramble without saying it. So uh, don't be surprised. All right, first item, yeah, lightning are, round. We are terrible of adhering to the lightning round Doesn't rules. Doesn't matter. It's our rules. We can break them if we want to. Uh, lightning round. Uh, EA came out this week thanking players for playing in the Battlefront beta and also addressing concerns regarding loot boxes where people were really worried that loot boxes in Battlefront were going to be a play-to-win kind of scenario. And they very much Saw said a lot of criticism like that. Yeah, and they very much said that's not the case. Like, you're going to be getting emotes and you're going to be getting... Um, like skins and different things like that. Not necessarily going to be getting weapons, not necessarily going to be getting the best weapons. You can still get loot boxes using in-game credit. So you don't yeah, have to the, spend like, How did the money. weapons work? Like, did you unlock new weapons in the game? I hadn't just because it was the beta and I didn't I just assumed like they were like loadouts, whereas like if you pick this class, they have these weapons. Yeah, so, but if you pick these class, they have a certain thing of weapons. But like when, I, when you start out, they only that class only had one weapon. Whereas... 
over time, you'll be able to unlock other weapons for that class and you can kind of change them and change loadouts okay. and stuff like that. Um, but they did say that, you know, you can get them with in-game credit or real money and they're not going to be things that break the online experience. So like it's the guns or the loot boxes, the loot boxes. Okay. Um, it's not going to be things that break the online experience. You're still going to have to rank up to like, you may get a star card as we talked about. The game has star cards, um, not C3PO cards with, you know, robot wieners as we talked about last week. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but you know, you may unlock a certain thing, but you can't use it till you're a certain rank and you still have to achieve that rank in order to use it. Um, so they did go through and address some of those concerns. So it seems like it's not going to be a pay to win kind of scenario, though. I'm sure people or who, you know, get the game first day and start getting their asses kicked for whatever reason will be like, no, it is pay to win. I knew it. That person has a way better gun than me. I don't like this. Um, but yeah, that was their, uh, their stance on loot boxes. Again, once the game comes out, we'll see what that means, if they're right or not. But you know, that's at least comforting to hear ahead of launch. Um, so, uh, lightning round, uh, open critic, Joe, I think this was one that you had seen. I had not, uh, the website open critic is now going to warn players if a game utilizes loot boxes. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, with all the controversy surrounding loot boxes recently, what with shadow of Mordor and people freaking out over the star Wars one and, uh, various other games all coming out and being like, we're also doing loot boxes. Yeah. Like Assassin's Creed. Thanks overwatch. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, a lot of people are getting obviously very skeptical about the practice. And Open Critic was like, "Okay, you know what? We're we're going to take a stand uh, on the loot boxes. Uh, we're going to make sure to put like a big thing on it that when you go to you know check our reviews for the game, it's going to be like this game features loot boxes and they do this, just to give you a warning ahead of time." It's not really taking a stand. That's more just being like informative. Well, yeah, but I mean, they you know they were kind of you know putting it as this is a predatory practice so yes. we're going to make sure to let people know like it's it's more of like a call out you know uh, put a put a big old sign saying like hey these guys do that thing yeah which i mean yeah it's good like i i i i, I talked about this before like i don't get too caught up in the whole like loot box paranoia just cuz i'm like look if you don't like it you don't have to buy it no. As long as it is something that doesn't break the game. Yeah. Like, I haven't felt a need to buy any of the loot boxes in Lord of the Rings at all. Yeah. Which was what we talked about. Single-player games, do loot boxes all you want. I don't care. It doesn't yeah. affect my gameplay style. Yeah. If you're, if you're sitting around it. like, yo, I got, I'm, I'm a baller. I got tons of money. I'm going to buy four billion boxes. Do you, bro. Knock yourself out. Yeah, do you. Um, But, uh, you know, it's good. Uh, I don't like the practice. Like, I'm not defending it. It just doesn't bother me as much as it does other people. Favorite thing in video games. Yeah, I've bought four thousand dollars worth of loot boxes. <laughs> spent all day sitting there opening them one after another. That's the yeah. only thing I've actually done in the game. I haven't actually played it. I've just been opening boxes this whole time. Yeah, like I said, you know, you buy enough boxes, you can live in them. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh, but yeah, so it is. It is good that they'll be letting people know up front for those that do uh, or that are a little more peeved by the practice um, than others. Uh, lightning round. Uh, epic. Uh, well, actually, oh. real quick. So these, they're going to put lightning rounds. Too late. Too bad. Uh, they they came. And they were like, okay, these are the the indicators that they're going to have yep. for the games on it. So uh, thus far, they have it'll say like random loot box versus a sure thing. So the kind of thing where like you know you might get a shitty item if you buy this box, but you get a you definitely are going to get a good item if you buy this box. Lightning round. Pause. I'm going to let you keep going because I have to build on what you just said. Okay. 
Uh, they're going to have an indicator for cosmetic versus buying power, an indicator for exclusivity paid versus can be acquired in-game. So if it's something that you can only get from... It'll let you know if you can only get it from loot boxes. If there's items that you can only get from loot boxes or if there's items that... Uh, you can still get in the game yep. otherwise, um, is prompts during gameplay versus a dedicated store. So if it's the kind of thing where it's like, you know, you're just, you can either from the menu go to like buy loot boxes or you're like running around playing and you keep getting a pop-up that says, you know, there's a loot box here. Uh, and then 100% unlock completion time with no payment. So letting you know you can definitely 100% complete the game without having to buy a loot box. Okay, which is good. Those are the that's the best way to do loot boxes. Yeah, like it's there if you want it, but if you don't, you can do everything in the game without it. Mm-hmm. So what were you gonna build on? Oh, uh, so I was gonna build on the like the practice of loot boxes themselves because one item from this week um, that I forgot to put on the rundown because it just dawned on me as you were talking about them. Uh, the ESRB has come out and said, you know, our favorite ESRB Entertainment Software Ratings Board, um, that loot boxes are not considered gambling. Oh yeah, I remember this. Um, so the official spokesperson from the ESRB said, ESRB does not consider loot boxes to be gambling. While there's an element of chance in these mechanics, the player is always guaranteed to receive in-game content, even if the player unfortunately receives something they don't want. We think of it as similar practices to collectible card games. Sometimes you'll open a pack and you'll get a brand new holographic card you've had your eye on for a while, but other times you'll end up uh, with a pack of cards you already have. While that makes sense, that's still gambling. Like <laughs> you really wanting that holographic card and opening it and getting all cards that you already have, you gambled and you lost. Like you got something, yeah, but you didn't, you know. Well, I mean, would you consider buying like Pokemon cards gambling? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you're you're going to try to get awesome things and you get nothing. Yeah. Like, you know. Like if if you went to uh like if you went to a slot machine and it always paid out one penny, but you're trying to win ten thousand dollars, you'd be like, All right, well it's still gambling, you're trying to win ten thousand dollars, but you're only getting a penny, but it costs you a dollar. Like you're not technically losing out, but you're still losing. Like, yeah. You're still not gaining really anything. Um, and you're still it's still working off the same premise of that like that dopamine rush of Yeah. Like I got something, so I got that little rush, so I'm like, I need to get that feeling again so i need to buy another one yeah uh, so, so i i don't know i think that's kind of to say it's not gambling and like the esrb doesn't really mean anything in the grand scheme of things other than it would put gambling in the like description i guess if it had loot boxes that would be like on the back of the box it was like rated e10 plus features gambling um yeah but yeah i guess yeah from that rating like i mean i i, I get what you're saying but like I still don't, you know, necessarily consider buying trading cards to be gambling. Just because you're getting something, even though it's not what you want. Well, yeah. I mean, also like kids do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's not gambling. True. Yeah. It's like people try to tell me uh, fantasy sports aren't gambling, and I tell you, yes, it is. Yeah. Because like, okay, you got your players, and you scored points. You didn't score as much as you wanted, and you lost. And you yeah. you put money down. That's that's gambling. <laughs> um. So. Yeah. Uh, anytime I think it's not a guaranteed something, it's kind of like gambling. Like if you know, all right, I'm going to buy this piece of DLC. I get this piece of DLC. That's you getting, that's you buying something and you getting it. If it's like, hey, you could get this and you don't, you gamble, then you lost. And mm. it's not necessarily a bad thing and that's up to everyone's discretion, but that's kind of how it is. So, all right, lightning round resume. Uh, you That was it. Okay, cool. Uh, lightning round. Uh, the video game company Epic is 
uh, going crazy against cheaters in Fortnite Battle Royale. Uh, earlier this week, they went on like a crazy banning spree of banning players who were cheating. Um, and then a couple of those cheaters then kept creating new accounts, continuing to cheat. And now they're being taken to court. Uh, by Epic who are suing them for essentially ruining the gameplay experience for everybody because they're going around and cheating. I don't know the specifics of how they were cheating. I didn't see any I didn't see any articles that I, outlined it. I saw a little bit on it. I didn't like I'm just kind of going off of memory, but like they were creating uh programs oh, basic bots and stuff, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I did see that. They were like creating programs. It wasn't just like exploiting a glitch. They were actually creating ways to and they were like releasing them to people so yeah. everyone could get it and they're going after the people that were creating it um i i i get it like i know why yeah. you don't want somebody to, to break the game no i the way it was almost kind of being framed made it seem a lot worse than it was when yeah. people were like oh my god they're suing people just for cheating it made it seem like you know somebody figure out a a little exploit like oh i figured out if you stand underneath this stair you can't get killed yeah, it's, but yeah, it's not but that. yeah, you're like they're basically trying to stop people from ruining the game. Yeah, people. I can't. I can't. Cheating. Yeah, I can't blame them for that. No, absolutely not. It makes total sense. Um, it's just the, it's a crazy new step for um, for people to you know yeah get sued for cheating. So don't cheat. Cheaters also, never win. Yeah, and it's like a game that's not even finished yet. So. Yeah, and probably will get shut down because it's player unknown's battlegrounds ripoff. That's right. Yeah, they're they're getting sued for ripping them off. Yeah. So who knows? It's a it's a vicious cycle of this game will be gone real soon. So yeah. Uh, lightning round. There is a new piece of DLC. I think it's DLC content coming for WWE 2K18. The largest roster ever just got a little bit bigger. We had heard. I think the last piece we got was Vince McMahon was being Vince added. was the they last did person. The whole roster, and then they're like, also Vince. Uh, then they came out. During, Somebody even more important to to the WWE than Vince McMahon. Well, I mean, more important in the grand scheme of like you know the world because I think people the world over know who this particular new wrestler is. Uh, this got announced last week during uh, what was it? What was last week's pay per view? Uh, Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell, which you can listen to our main event podcast pre and post show for Hell in a Cell, uh, where we make our predictions and things like that. That is also available on our stream. Uh, but they announced during that via a commercial that Colonel Sanders is coming to the WWE 2K18 video game. Uh, it is the Colonel Sanders. It looks like Colonel Sanders. It's not one of the wrestlers it, dressed up as Colonel I, Sanders. It's yeah, it's not it's not Dolph Ziggler, Colonel no, Sanders. Which they've done in commercials. It's not Shawn Michaels, Colonel Sanders, which they've done in commercials. Uh, it is just a honest to goodness Colonel Sanders playable character that you'll be able to download. Oh, very ripped free. Oh, yeah, Colonel Sanders. Jacked. Yeah, absolutely. Young and ripped. <laughs> yeah. It's when he was in his ultimate fighting days back in Kentucky uh, before he got into frying chicken. So, yeah. And put on the weight. Yeah, that's a that's available. So if you're a diehard Kentucky Fried I Chicken mean, fan, I know that they've been doing fan, the ads for a long time. The next, on, next step. It's just come on. Hey, it's I think it's funny. It's it's funny. Yeah, but it's so blatant. Yeah, no, it's good, but it's going to be great for all those videos you see of Colonel Sanders ho- hoisting the Universal Championship or the it, WWE Championship. And it's funny because it just looks like a creative character. And 100 percent is a creative character. Like it's just a creative character. They didn't actually put the time into like creating a Colonel Sanders to go to it. No. They just are like a white hair, yeah, suit, tie, glasses. Yeah. And goatee. Like, it's Colonel Sanders. And those who've played WWE games before and gone into those downloadable character screens, 
they're filled with things like that. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure in every. Yeah, game. I'm sure in every 2K like game for the last five years, if you went to the creator extra thing, you could find a hundred Colonel Sanders. Yeah, you find a Colonel Sanders, a Burger King, a Ronald McDonald. Uh, a a Wendy, Wendy, and have them all fight in a four-way. Yeah, I don't think you could have Wendy fight because you can't have the intergender uh, four-ways. No, but you could do. Couldn't you do? I don't think you could have three girls or three guys and a girl in uh-huh. a wrestling match in the games, at least in recent years. Um, but you know, like I'm sure there's Sexist. like the Taco Bell dog, but as a person, <laughs> and it looks really creepy. Oh yeah, so, sure. Yeah, this is just the first time that one Jack of these from has, Jack in the Box. Yeah, one of these has been official. So it's uh, so goofy. Get ready to to run the gauntlet with Colonel Sanders. Uh, that's not the only thing that they announced for 2K18 this week. Uh, retro modes are coming to WWE, which are less modes and more filters, right? Yeah, they. Um, I, I think they did some of them in previous games as well, uh, but they announced. Oh, I oh, know you lost it. Yep, an ad popped up instead. Uh, Stupid ads. Uh, they, uh, they announced, uh, eight different filters for WWE 2K18, um, including the nineties filter, the late nineties filter, the eighties filter, black and white mode, sepia, uh, vignette. I don't know what that, it isn't like a vignette. Maybe, uh, maybe it just looks like it looks different. It looks like it's filmed in the, like filmed in the back versus hmm. think like the house of horrors or Lucia underground. Yeah. Uh, and the two more interesting ones, uh, bad VHS mode and 8-bit mode. I really want to see bad VHS mode. We saw the video for 8-bit mode, and it just looked like your phone wasn't connecting <laughs> right to the Wi-Fi. Yeah. It just very... looked like a shitty quality yeah. video. It's not like the... Uh, it doesn't look pixelated. It doesn't look like it's 8-bit. It just looks like a grainy video. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I will admit, when I, when I was watching the video, uh, it's weird because it oddly makes it more realistic, to an extent where, like, you just feel like you're watching an actual fight. That's good, but it, but in a really shitty quality. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. you know instead of like you it's know like when the you, network there's lives. there's no like there's no unca- uncanny valley weirdness to it. Yeah, where like that's a weird digital version of the Ultimate Warrior as opposed to oh I'm just watching an Ultimate Warrior fight with, in really shitty quality. Yeah, it's like when we're watching a pay per view and the network lags and we're like oh man this would look really awesome if it wasn't grainy. Now mm-hmm. you can watch it grainy, which was half of the fucking Hell in the Cell pay per view because yeah, everyone was into it. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I'll be down to check out those modes. I want to check out bad VHS. I want to see what the difference between '90s and late '90s is. Uh, I think like bad VHS will probably make it look like when you were watching um, Southpaw Regional Wrestling. Yeah, totally down. <laughs> Which is cool, hundred percent. But yeah, I'm interested to see what the difference between '90s and late '90s is and '80s. Yeah, like what is what are those? I'm interested to see what those are. It's such a weird fine line to be like, uh, this is 1995 and this is 1999. Well, like 1999 would be, it's like that really good quality, but right before it went HD, we're like, this is the best this is going to look without actually being in high definition. So I guess I get that. Like, cause I'm thinking now back to like, you know, matches or things that I saw in the 90s versus the late 90s. I'm like, I can kind of see in my head the difference, but it'll be interesting to see it done in a video game. Hmm. 
Uh, lightning round. We got a couple of season passes detailed uh, this week. The first being Lego Marvel Superheroes. Uh, there's going to be different uh, packs with, with levels. The season pass is going to be $15. Six level packs. One for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. One for Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Cloak and Dagger, and The Runaways. Uh, the first four being uh, MCU Marvel films and the second the last two uh, being uh, TV shows that are coming out. Was there a Cloak and Dagger TV show? Cloak and Dagger is coming to the Freeform Network, which used to be ABC Family. Oh, Jesus um, Christ. There's uh, uh, shit's this way too spread out. And then uh, a, every channel has a fucking show. <laughs> yeah. And then The Runaways is going to be on Hulu, which they showed the first episode at New York Comic Con. And all uh, indications say that that show is actually going to be really good. Like really fun. I didn't um, like the comic that much. No, I don't like the comic either, but I'll give the show a shot. Like I have Hulu. I'm down to watch, you know, give things a, a chance. Uh, and then the season pass also includes four character packs, one for Agent of Atlas, one for Champions, one called Out of Time, and one called Classic Guardians of the Galaxy. Hmm. Um, so those four, I assume Champions will be like, you know, the Conquest of Champions or Contest of Champions, maybe from the well, weren't game. The, like, or, weren't the Champions also... Um, like a team made up of like Doctor Strange and Ghost Rider and oh, Incredible Hulk. I feel like those characters will already be in the game. Maybe it's just their costumes. Are and different. Silver Surfer. Yeah, maybe their costumes are different or something like that. Because I can't imagine those characters wouldn't already be in the game. Uh, but yeah, that is the season pass for Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2, uh, which I will be picking up at some point, probably on a Black Friday sale or something like that. Because I... There's too many things to pick that up. Uh, uh, it comes with a one. figure, so I have to buy it day one. You have to buy it day one. I uh, I do not. Hmm. So I don't know. When is the release date for that? November 17th. So maybe I'll get it. There'll be enough time between some of the other things I want to get and whatnot. Uh, the Assassin's Creed one. Let's see. What do we got? So the first DLC pack is called the Hidden Ones. It comes out in January of 2018. It will take place years after the events of the main game. It will feature a growing brotherhood as they clash with an occupying Roman force and will raise the level cap for players. Uh, and then the second DLC pack is called The Curse of the Pharaohs. That comes out in March of 2018 and will focus on Egyptian mythology. So that one seems way cooler, at least to me. Uh, players will battle undead pharaohs and other monsters with new skills and further increased oh, level cap. Yeah. come on. I know. It seems like a zombie mode. I, I, as I, I, I continued about, reading, I forgot that that was the thing and I don't like it anymore. And also, I talked about this a little bit when we originally talked about the first trailer for this coming out. Um, Assassin's Creed has always been... You know, it's like time travel and weird stuff. And yeah. like, you know, you have your weird assassin vision and blah, 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 all this stuff. But it never really delved too much into the, like, unbelievable, mis like, the fact that the had him fighting a giant snake. I was like, there's no, there's never been giant snakes. There's whoa, never whoa, been. Whoa. How do you know? Did you live back then? in Assassin's Creed games? Yeah. It's but, never done stuff like that. But you there's never, never been, there's never been mummy zombies that you fought. What but that's because they don't exist anymore in the other years. They existed back then. That's history. Oh, okay. Think about it. Read your books. Yeah. <laughs> mummies are real, Joe. <laughs> well, the mummies very, are real, but they don't very get scary. up. They sure do. Um, season Pass comes with uh, both DLC packs as well as the Roman, Centurion, and Horus packs. Um that includes new outfits, weapons, shields, and mounts. It's also going to include an exclusive weapon and 500 Helix credits. 
uh, season pass. You can buy. So you can buy own. them loot boxes. Yep, you can buy that on its own, or it's available in the gold edition or what have you. Uh, I don't see the exact price of it. I assume it's thirty dollars or forty dollars. Whatever oh, yeah, the difference between horde the, mode right there. What? Oh, horde discovery mode. tour and horde mode as well. So. Uh, Trials of the Gods, that's there. These are free activities that yes. are coming. Uh, photo Mode, Nomads Bazaar, uh, a lot of stuff uh, coming free and paid. Uh, I assume whatever the difference between the Season Pass. The Season Pass cost is the difference between the regular and the Gold Edition. It's probably 30 or $40. Yeah. Uh, I uh, there's a, yeah, there's a $100 Gold Edition. Yep. All so. right, so $40 would probably be the Season Pass then. Yeah. Two DLC packs, bunch of characters, credits, shields, all kinds of things, plus those free activities uh lightning round dragon ball fighters is got a new character joe what is that new character gohan that seems very standard As yeah someone who knows nothing about dragon ball it's goku's son ob- oh all right there you go yeah obvious teen, it's teen gohan during his era of the fight with cell those all mean nothing to me <laughs> but yeah, i know it, it's something everyone saw coming it's not yeah. like it was like oh my god gohan i can't believe they're putting gohan what? in the game yeah. one of the most important characters in the series is going to be in it amazing i can't believe we just spoiled that reveal unbelievable yeah. um they should have just left that to be a surprise in the this, game that this no game one looks better and better from the from the dragon ball nerd part of me yeah i'm not gonna like i mean i'm gonna get it just because i'm gonna be like it's oh my god it looks game. fucking beautiful yeah but I'm not going to get good at it or anything, but I'm getting more and more excited. Just every trailer, I'm like, holy shit, this looks great. Yeah, I see almost no news from it because it's not like on my radar, but I'm excited for you. Because it should I, be. Yeah, because I know you're a big Dragon Ball fan. You and Tyler are going to really love this game. I can tell. I doubt Tyler's going to buy it, but... No, he buys all the Dragon Ball games, doesn't oh, he? That's true, yeah, he just for his collection of Dragon yeah. Ball stuff. Yeah, he, he has all the Xenoverses and stuff. I think he'll get it. I think he'll get well, it. Xenoverses are different, though. He's I also know, not a fighting but, game fan like us. No, so. but... You know, you get it because it's Dragon Ball. Like, you, you almost yeah. have to. Yeah. Uh, lightning Round. A new character is coming to ARMS. Uh, yeah, they showed off a new uh, trailer for ARMS. And at the end of the trailer, like, it was detailing just the new update for the game. Yep. And at the end of it, they, like, had a little teaser for a new character, which looks like it's evil Springman. Ooh. He's, like, rivals. all, like, glowing red. It's a bad guy. Yeah. Evil version of Springman, mm-hmm. which will probably control a lot like Springman, but more aggressive and with more evil characteristics. And he's It'll red, be kind of a jerk. Uh, yeah, not really much more to say on that, but it is in something that's coming. Yes, uh, lightning round. Sticking with Nintendo stuff, it seems the Super Nintendo Classic has been hacked already, which is no surprise to anybody because uh, I'm sure the I'm surprise second- it wasn't the day it came out; it was already hacked. Um, so people have the exploits are there. They are available. Neither of us have hacked ours. Uh, from what it seems, the uh, the exploit and the hackability is a little bit more highbrow uh, in terms of what you need to do. Um, and it still can break your system. So be careful if that is the route you choose to go down. Um, but it, it's out there now. They also have a list of compatible ROMs that work for it and things like that. So um, you know, be mindful if that's the route you want to choose. Uh, I can't believe you would have beaten all 21 games already. So maybe just play what you have and then you can have more. Yeah. I mean, something more stable will be coming before too long. I'm not going to go fiddling around with that. Uh, If the story is about it being more readily available, I might buy a second one just for ROMing and then keep like one for purity's sake. Yeah. I had a lot of, I saw a lot of posts yesterday that like stores were getting like 30 more. Like the Uh, target had. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it one since. Yeah, but, I haven't gone into any stores recently, but like a GameStop's got them this week. 
like Targets and Toys R Us's and Walmart's got more this week. So uh, there's a good chance, you know, keep your eyes peeled if you're still looking out to get one, uh, that they are uh, available there. Uh, lightning round. Somebody, a fan, has started making a 3D remake of Pokemon Red. That is Fire Red. Fire Red. I don't know exactly what's different between Fire Red and Red. Wasn't that just like the Game Boy Advance version? Yeah, of it was. Red? It was just the the like updated version. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just. I thought it was kind of weird that they were like, "We're remaking Fire Red." I'm like, "Why not just say you're remaking Red?" It's a weird distinction to make. But right. either way, yeah, somebody Pokemon is. Yeah. Somebody is uh, is uh, making a like fully 3D remake of the Final Fantasy game or not Final Fantasy? Uh, wow, Fire, we're not even talking about Final. Uh, Fantasy. Fi- I, I, I was gonna say Fire Emblem after that. Nope. Fire Red. Pokemon. Pokemon Fire Red. Um, I watched the trailer for it. It's way early in the you know design, so it kind of looks janky and like ass yeah um i'm sure nintendo in true nintendo form is going to let them spend the next four years working on it yeah get to the point where they're like it's gonna be ready in a week and then they're gonna hit him with a cease and desist letter and threaten to sue him out of existence and then six months after that and they're gonna gonna release yeah that's when the switch version of pokemon fire uh, red three yeah the pokemon remake is coming gonna come out yeah we've been there before we're gonna see it again happened with the samus i like two Good on you for being industrious and going for it. I just if it seems like an exercise in futility to even bother. But well, don't tell like anybody. don't tell anyone. Yeah, like just the, work on it for the next four years and just release it and be like, oh, it's out there. Yeah, like that Mario sixty four online game. Mm-hmm. Um, that one just came out of nowhere, and it's like, hey, look, someone made a Super Mario sixty four that you can play online with multiple people and it's multiplayer. How cool is that? And it was out for like a week, and then they were like, whoa, 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 stop it. And they hit him with a cease and desist after that. But they're like, oh my God, it's everywhere already. Yeah. You can't put the genie back in the bottle. Yeah, exactly. So let it come out first before you start announcing it. Like, tell your close friends or whatever, but don't let news outlets find out about it. That's mm-hmm. dumb. Uh, lightning round. Uh, Microsoft came out this week and said, no more free connect adapters. So people buying the Xbox One X, if they want to hook up their connect to it, will have to buy that $40 adapter since the dedicated connect port is no longer on the system. Uh, the free adapters was something they came out with last summer uh, for the uh, Xbox One S. When that came out, it was one of those, if you get an Xbox One S and you have a Kinect and you want to upgrade, you can get this free adapter and you can plug it in since we took that port out. They are no longer doing that for Xbox One X people, which I think is weird. If you're going to spend five dollars $600 on your brand new console, throw in a dongle. Like, come on. Yeah. I don't know why it wasn't included. It seemed yeah. weird. I mean, and you've been getting them away this whole time, so yeah, just it's not it. like they're at a huge loss. <laughs> no, it's forty dollars. Like, don't make it should just be in it. the box. Yeah, like I get you're de-emphasizing the connect, and this is just another further step to it. Which, but like, come on, yeah. make people buy it if they want to use the connect. Throw in the dongle, like Jesus, or let them. Don't throw in the dongle on the box. But if I contact Microsoft and say, hey, I just bought your Xbox One X, your brand new state-of-the-art, super awesome console that has no games to play. Uh, can I have a dongle, please? And they'd be like, no. Come on. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. It's just, this shit's stupid. No dongle for you. No dongles. Uh, lightning round. Final Fantasy, Joe, your favorite that you mm-hmm. think about even when we're not talking about it. Final Fantasy 15, the maker of that, the was the game director? Yeah. Uh, Hajimi Tabata? Sure. Tabata? 
Sure, something. I'm not correct, I don't know. So yeah. I'm not going to correct you. Sorry <laughs> if I got it wrong. Um, they uh, in an interview they were asking about like his work on Final Fantasy 15 and all of the stuff coming out, like the fishing expansion. There's a multiplayer expansion coming out, uh, a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, during that, while he was talking about it, he mentioned that he had set uh, 20 to 30 members of his crew aside to begin working on a new game. Um, not a Final Fantasy game. It looks like it's going to be an all-new IP that he's working on. Um, and he hinted that it was going to be for whatever the next generation of consoles is. He said it's the kind of thing where they're going to be working on it so long, by the time it comes out, it's already going to be ready for the next consoles. Uh, so does he know about the PS5? Does he know about the Xbox Two? Two, one, sixty... Two X? Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> does he know about that? Or is he just hedging his bets and saying, you know, it's going to be what it is. Rumors point to... Because, uh, I mean, when they started working on Final Fantasy fifteen, it was originally a 360 game. Yeah, was and it Versus 13? It was called something? Versus 13, yeah. yeah. And they went, all right, fuck that, we're going to make it for the next consoles. Uh, I saw rumors earlier this year about Sony unveiling a PS5 Yeah, there's year. always rumors yeah, about that, exactly. though. Since the PS4, they're like, they're already working on PS5. It's a matter yeah, of time. I, I remember them saying they were already working on the PS5 by the time they started the PS4. Yeah. And, I mean, the the rumors kind of make sense given if you look at previous you know console generations, about the five-year mark is when Sony starts to ramp up talking about it, and next year will be five years of the PS4. So... I can understand, like you, you're, you start talking about it now. It maybe doesn't come out till the end of 2019, but you at least start putting that idea in gamers' heads. I don't know what the Xbox One X and the PS4 Pro did to stall that, because these are like stop gaps in the generation. So I don't know if that prolongs what we get for the next generation. But I think he's probably hedging his bets. He probably knows about them, sure, but I don't think he's necessarily working on a dev kit. He's probably just, you know. They they maybe they gave them specs and they're like this is what our system looks like it'll probably have start working to that like to those benchmarks mm. but yeah I don't know could be pretty cool uh, lightning round the gaming website IGN has purchased Humble Bundle which I got on the first try considering earlier we were trying to say Humble Bundle and it's yeah, kind of a tongue twister I couldn't say it Joe couldn't say it um, Joe how do you feel about that um I I mean. Originally, my first initial thought was I don't like the idea of a um, website that reviews a website that reviews video games selling video games. Yeah, something's really janky about that. It's the same reason I don't trust anything that comes out of Game Informer because they're owned by GameStop. Yeah, so I can't really take your opinion, you know, very seriously, knowing that you want me to buy these games. Yeah, so I can't really trust you to tell me an honest opinion on them. Um, you brought up the good point, and it's you know it's a very obvious point, and I considered it myself. Is that humble bundle games are games that are sold well after their initial release, yeah, months, years later. Yeah, they're a collection of games that have already been established and out for a while, being sold for cheap for charity. Yes. Um. So it's not like they're new games that they're like. Yeah. Uh, uh, WWE 2K18. Yeah, you're not getting that in your humble bundle the day it comes out or the week it comes out. Yeah. Um. So odds are that they're not going to be, you know, uh, affecting their reviews. Uh, you maybe uh, if you consider like we're going to sell this eventually, so let's kind of talk it up a little bit at this point. But they don't know what's going to be sold, so I don't know. It just uh, it's just weird to me. 
Yeah, it's it's like it seems unnecessary. Why? Why does IGN need to own them? I think well, IGN in, in recent years has been expanding greatly into what they offer, and you know they're they're not just news and reviews, and now they do their own content, and they have their own let's play series, and they have you know all kinds of stuff that they do beyond that, and it's just another revenue stream at this point. And another thing is, uh, to an extent, that extent also, uh, Humble Bundle had also been recently expanding their thing to producing games themselves. A Hat in Time was produced by Humble Bundle. Yeah. So, so, uh, I mean, is IGN going to have to like be like, okay, we can't review games that Humble Bundle produces or is Humble Bundle going to stop producing games that they're owned by IGN? Yeah, I don't know. It's definitely a thing that they'll have to figure out when it, like, once the sale goes final or however they want to, you know, phrase it, that's something they're going to have to decide is do we want to continue to let this company uh, produce games or is they're now under our umbrella, the producing stops because we want to be able to review games that come out, even if they may eventually go to a humble bundle. Hmm. Um, I don't know. It'll remain to be seen, but it's still a big piece. Yeah, of I mean, it just of, started. So yeah. it's wait and see, I guess. Yeah. It still just seems unnecessary to me is the ultimate thing. Yeah. And like IGN, like I've gotten free games from IGN before. Like I get betas and games and things like that as part of their like they have like an insider program or whatever so like i've gotten links where it's just like hey we're giving out a free copy of this thing and normally it's it's betas or it's demos but sometimes they're active games that are out now um so yeah i'm not surprised I, well no i am surprised but i don't think it's going to be a big like hurdle yeah that we have to get over i think they might just let them run as their own entity because uh i think even ign is under a big corporate umbrella anyway with yeah, other websites is. so it's owned by like some big mega corporation yeah, called like J2 or something like that. Everything is now. So I don't think it'll necessarily be a big deal. I was deal. right. J2 Global. J2 Global. There you go. Yeah, I don't think it'll be a big deal going forward. But I mean, we'll see. If, I'm sure if it comes to a point where it is an issue where they're reviewing games and then a week later they're being put in a humble bundle, people will call them out on it. Like there's no way to be like sneaky about this. People are aware of it and everybody's constantly looking to take down like gaming websites people hate them they they love the ones they love and they hate all the other ones so I, I i i don't like i mean i don't i don't hate ign i just avoid it i like to stick to like small websites just yeah. because i feel like there's less of a conflict of interest yeah and that's the thing but at the same time there are some where there's a huge conflict of interest because they are smaller and they want the click so they give it a better review or whatever like that's the problem that's the overall problem i think with a lot of games journalism is honestly i don't even pay attention to reviews anymore yeah no i i'll look at scores and i'll look at you know i, I, I watch youtube videos and i go okay that looks good yeah you know i'll look at the gameplay and if it's something that i think that i like then i'll pick it up yeah. you know i'm pretty picky with my games anyway because i'm not a not a wealthy man um so despite joe's Mr. Frenchman crack earlier. I am very poor. <laughs> uh, lightning round. Joe, did you watch the South Park Fractured But Whole prequel? Episode? Prequel. Yes. Yeah. The The most recent episode of South Park this week was a prequel to the Fractured But Whole where the majority of the episode featured the the plot lines of Coon and Friends like coming together to plan their... Uh, franchise Coon, yeah their coon and friends cinematic universe uh that features netflix shows and things like that um the rest of it featured some weird mark zuckerberg oculus uh event okay now, information which i didn't get at first i had to look it up because like we said we didn't watch that press conference so they had this weird like he's a dubbed kung fu movie character and it it just sounded weird and i didn't i didn't like it or find it very funny um so that 
Oculus, I have a hard time buying that, though, because the Oculus event thing was Monday and the episode aired Wednesday. Yeah. It only takes them six days to make the episode. That's two days, though. Yeah. And also, you would think that they would have had a significant plan in place for the prequel episode to the big release of their game the next week. Like, the Which, fact that it seems really weird to me that they'd be like, all right, we don't have anything. Like, we have half an episode planned. Let's wait for something to happen on Monday, Monday night, to like toss it in there randomly. I, I feel like this might have been something that it was already. I don't think it's tied to that Oculus thing because it just seems like it was too quick. But like the the voice and stuff, it's straight it's, from that. It does like, seem straight from. It's so yeah. weird. Like either they're just really really good at doing this. I thought the they episode are. sucked, by the way. Yeah, I didn't think it was. Really it was fun. a terrible episode. Yeah. Um, but, but I. I mean, if they did just do it, pull it together that quickly in like the span of like a day and a half, that's kind of like bad. Like, I think they did, which is why it's like impressive that that they. It's impressive that they did, but I would think the last when um, Stick of Truth came out, there was a three episode arc before it. Yeah, I would. If they just threw if they threw an episode together at the last minute for this one, yeah, and. Half the episode was like straight from the trailers they showed off last year. Yeah, the final scene was from last year's E3 trailer where it was like, I thought we were going to do... Where they're Civil- arguing over the, the plan of the show. Yeah, and it's like, all right, do we, we're doing Civil War? All right, Civil War. And it's like, Civil War! I thought we weren't doing Civil War until Phase 3. And it's like, shut up. And like that's clearly going to be the start of the game. Like You don't need to watch the episode to get the game, I'm sure. I'm sure like those scenes that are important will just be at the beginning of the game regardless. Um I didn't I never liked the any of the episodes involving Coon and Friends and stuff like that. I just didn't think they were very good. No. I'm excited for the game. I'm going to get the game on Tuesday. I'm really amped for it. Uh but the episode itself wasn't very good. No. Um, but if you want to check it out, it is available. Uh you know, some of it's funny, some of it isn't, but you know, that's the nature of uh, South Park. Yeah. Uh, lightning round telltale removed a dead body <laughs> from their game we talked about it last week there was the actual photo of killed russian guy uh, who was assassinated in an art museum who was just then thrown in the game for lack of planning uh, and he's now been removed yep yeah. um so we talked about it a lot last week um they came out and they said we're releasing a patch to remove him from the game um, I don't think they gave really any explanation of how he ended up in the game at all. They pretty much were just like, uh, an update to the game has been submitted this morning and we'll be removing the image across all platforms. Thank you very much. Yeah. There's no explanation for it. Yeah. They, they're just like, there's like, oh, fuck, we fucked up. Just yeah. just get rid of it. Yeah. Let's make it go away. Let's make it disappear. Yep. Um, so, yeah, they quickly pushed through an update to remove it. Lightning uh, round resume. Yeah. Lightning. <laughs> there's not that's, much else to say. That's it. Uh, it was like, oops. Oops, we got caught. <laughs> Joe, are you a fan of nostalgia? Uh, no, I hate it. Really? Yes. Wow. No, I love it. Okay. Um, it depends if I'm nostalgic for it. <laughs> well, Joe, are, are you... So you're a pet owner, right? Yes, I love animals of all kinds. Digital as well? Yes. Are you excited about the return of the Tamagotchi? Uh, No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, quick explanation. Okay. For those of you who don't know what a Tamagotchi is, first of all, get out from under your rock. Uh, from ta- 20 years from ago. 20 years ago, the Tamagotchi was a, uh, a craze that swept the nation of digital pets. It was the fidget spinner of its day. Yes, the fidget spinner of its time, uh, where all it was was a little, ti- the tiniest of pixelated little screens where you had a black and white egg 
that would hatch um, and you would take care of it by feeding it and walking it and naming it and just cleaning up after its poop, cleaning up its poop. Uh, and it was a little egg shaped thing with three buttons on your keychain that you took around and tried to hide from your teacher. So they wouldn't take it from you. Cause I'm sure every teacher in America had a desk full of Tamagotchis and nail Oh yeah. There was and- a big thing of like confiscating Tamagotchis. I remember news reports of like kids sneaking off into the bathroom to take care of their Tamagotchi in the middle of class. Yep. Instead of like sneaking off to smoke a cigarette or something, which is what I remember kids doing, yep. they were sneaking off to take care of their Tamagotchis. Gotta do it. Don't want to let it die. Yeah. Um, this also then spawned like the Digimon version. Yeah, like, Neopets. Yep, all that kind of stuff. The Digimon ones are better because you can make them fight. Yeah, those were cool. I had a couple of the like the Digi vices that you load your Digimon onto. That was a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, Tamagotchis are coming back for some inexplicable reason. It's the 20th anniversary. Probably to torture teachers, I would assume. I, I can't imagine the, the craze is going to catch up like it did before. Joe, kids not that long ago were collecting colored shaped rubber bands. And then bands, again, they're so. fidget spinners. Yeah. Oh my God, I forgot about the rubber bands. Yeah, the silly bands. Man. The Come silly on. bands. Yeah, no, people will. Kids are dumb. Yes, they are. Uh, they will buy whatever commercial tells them to buy during their Saturday morning cartoons or their cartoons any day of the week. Now it's not Saturday mornings anymore, but, um, but yeah, Tamagotchi coming back. Are you excited? No, no. Yeah. Did you have one? I did. Yeah. I did. I didn't buy one. I didn't, uh, my Stole father one from a kid. Yes, actually. <laughs> My uh, my my father uh, and I'm following in his footsteps uh, was a janitor, yep. and I also am a janitor at a school for little kids. And I, I remember can't believe legally you're allowed to be. I know they didn't, they didn't do a very good background check. Um, I remember my dad one day, like during the height of the Tamagotchi craze, was like, "Hey, I was cleaning the the hallway and I found a Tamagotchi on the floor. Do you want?" I was like, "Okie dokie, sure, why not?" Yeah. Boop boop. Okay, this is a thing. Yeah. Toss it in my drunk drawer and never touch it again. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I did, I did, I did fiddle one around with it for a little while. I was like, let me see what the, the big deal is. I'm not a person that really gets caught up in fads. No. I've, I've never been much for the whole f- like. More so as a kid, I was. Uh, I, I didn't really as a kid. I didn't like. I didn't collect cards and stuff. I. Oh, yeah, I did. I there wasn't a lot of things that I was like. I need to be in on this, whatever it is. Yeah, I think you are, but you just don't realize the extent of it. Like, you played Pokemon when it started, right? That was a fad. That was a um, craze. Okay, yeah. Well, kind of. I uh, played Pokemon when it first came out. Pause the lightning round. Uh, I played Pokemon when it first came out. I remember reading, like, the first issue of Game Informer. They were like, there's this RPG coming out with 150 characters in it. And I was a big fan of RPGs at the time. I played yeah. Final Fantasy. I played Shining Force. And I like games with, like, a lot of characters in it. And they're like these these two games coming out, Pokemon Fire Red or Pokemon Red and Blue, and they're gonna have 150 like characters in it. And I bought the first games and I played it before the the craze hit. Oh, so this was go. before Hipster the Joe. this was uh, no, I mean like this was before the cartoon trendsetter. You yeah, this was <laughs> yeah, I was in the forefront. This was before the cartoons. This was before the cards and stuff like that. And I'm not saying like it became popular, so I didn't like it. I just bought the first one and I went like okay that was cool and then like I put it down and I look turn around and all of a sudden there was Pokemon stuff everywhere yeah and I went like oh wow huh all right sure and like I didn't watch the cartoon I didn't collect the cards wow really no never never collected the cards now you do though I, you're well, catching up for lost time yeah I, I I bought the last couple of things mainly just because I was watching YouTube videos of people opening card packs and I went like oh yeah I played Magic. 
There you go. That was I played magic back when back when it was satanic and I was going to go to hell for it. Yeah, still. <laughs> and it was banned from school and yeah, stuff. No, you still are. You're yeah, absolutely going to hell. I'm going to go to hell for a lot of reasons. Yeah, we're just chalking them up. Laundry yeah. list every day. Um, I mean, I didn't play Dungeons and Dragons. I didn't really play that. That was um, never super cool though. Well, it was still a fad. Like it was a thing. Was it? I never knew anybody that played it until now. Yeah, true. But I, I don't know. I, I was never much of a like. Like get caught up in fads, not like not because I'm you know too cool for school, not because I'm too cool to get like get breaking in. news, Joe, too cool for school. <laughs> like I was a loser. <laughs> yeah, it was just yeah, like it was I, I, yeah. I am. I will. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. It was all losers. It's but fine. it's uh, like every time there was kind of a thing, I just kind of was like eh. yeah. No, I had a Tamagotchi. Like I bought, a- I bought a fidget spinner before. Like. Before I knew what fidget spinners were, I just like was like, "Oh, what's this? This looks like fun." I bought it, and it was the same thing. And then I like turn around, and fidget spinners were everywhere. I was like, "Oh, okay." Joe Blakesley, trendsetter, is what we've discovered. Uh, no, I had a I had a Tamagotchi. My sister had a Nano Pet, uh, and then we, uh, you know, they had the Digimon Digivice thing. So I'm not gonna get one. I don't care. Like, no, I mean, I it's just it's like the hype it's train. like oh yeah, neat. Yeah, I was on the hype train as a fad. Like there are people that I was reading articles recently that were like. You know, person's Tamagotchi finally died because, like, the battery inside of it ran out. And they're like, yeah, I was They've been it. taking care of it for, for the last 18 years. No, not even taking care of it. Just, like, they still had it. Or, like, someone was like, oh, I was at my parents' house. And, like, I dug this out. And I've been playing with it for the last week or something like that. Like, I don't know. But, yeah, if you are if you missed out on the boat or are too young to remember, uh, go ahead and get yourself a Tamagotchi. Coming soon. I'm sure it'll be this Christmas's hot gift item. Um, speaking of things that are really awesome and cool, lightning round resume and continue, uh, this Tuesday airing live on Twitch. So tomorrow, if you're listening to this, the day it comes out, if not go back and try to find the replay is a giant robot battle. Joe, are you, are you familiar with the giant robot battle concept? Uh, yeah. I remember when this initially got announced in 2015, it's been a while. I remember when it was like the whole thing where it was America, right? Like we, we initiated it. We're like, we challenged Japan to a giant robot fight because, we're dumb. Yeah, we're not? dumb. Why challenge Japan to a giant robot? They've been waiting for this to happen yeah, this for the their... last 30 years. Yeah, they've just been sitting there going, please, somebody challenge us to a robot battle. We've got this. <laughs> it's in our DNA. Yeah. Uh, no, so airing on uh, Twitch. Now, the fight has already happened, but nobody knows who won. Oh, really? I, yeah, know. I thought we were going to see it live. No, you can't do it live because they need time to repair robots in between and like... Uh, and this seems like it's going to be two fully fledged robots, like a bigger version of BattleBots, uh, of BattleBots, and a smaller version of Pacific Rim or Transformers. <laughs> uh, this is not. Is there a person actually piloting them, no, or are they remote control? I think it's remote control. Okay. Um, they they look super fucking awesome. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, me and Tyler and our friend John were like texting each other about it yesterday. I didn't know it was coming. Uh, they just were like, "Yo, check it out! This is happening." Yeah. Um. Yeah, they just announced it like Thursday or something. Like that. Yeah. Uh. And we were looking at the pictures, like texting the picture to the things back and forth, so and cool. like the American one looks like what I would expect. Yeah. To come out Tank of it, treads and a giant chainsaw. I think it's got a giant claw arm and like a huge cannon on one arm. Yeah. Or one on uh, one side. Um, so the Japanese one have the chain. One of them is an eight foot chainsaw. I didn't see the chainsaw in the pictures I saw. Yeah. One of them um, is an eight foot chainsaw. But, and like the 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 American one has like a giant truck grill on the front of it and yeah. stuff. The Japanese one, however, I, I saw the Japanese one. I went, we are fucked. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's gonna be exciting to watch. Uh, go USA, obviously. And we're gonna get so schooled. We on this live thing. in the USA. Okay, so it's 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 weird. 
the Japanese one looks like, and very much like very anime style, the Japanese one looks very quick and light and fast and nimble. Whereas the U.S. one is just a giant tank yeah, that looks like it has a lot of firepower on it. So it's interesting to see if the speed of the Japanese one is going to be able to like zip around and like, you know, pick apart the U.S. one. Or if the U.S. one is just too, uh, too much defense and too much offense. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's. These things are going to be slow. Like, there's no speed here. This is ja- like. Did you see? Like, the Japanese one looks like it's built to move. Yeah, but move at what speed? Like, it's still a hulking piece of machinery. Like, a tank is built to move too, and it's really slow. Mm-hmm. It's just the the way that it's designed with like the three legs with the wheels on it that look like it's about designed to be able to like. The U.S. one looks like it's designed to move straight and like slowly turn left and right, yeah. whereas this one looks like it's designed to be able to move in any direction it wants at any time. Yeah, so it looks like there is no chainsaw. It might have been something where somebody was talking about something different, or maybe uh, d- who knows? The, maybe it's like going to have uh, it's going to unfold out of its arm. You know, it's yeah. going to shoot out of it. Um, so this giant robot battle. I'm here expecting the, it to be like an anime where all of a sudden it's going to grow wings out of the back and like two giant glowing swords are going to erupt out of its hands. I mean, that would be fucking awesome, but I don't necessarily think that's what's going to happen. Um, so yeah, this is the rundown of it. It is the world's first giant robot fight. It is Megabots versus Sudobashi, uh, which is the two companies, I believe. Uh, two years in the making, super heavyweight title fight, Tuesday, October the 17th, uh, 7 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, so 10 p.m. Eastern and wherever else whatever time the rest of the world i'm not doing that math uh premiering on twitch twitch.tv slash mega sign yeah it's sorry it's really small uh, and then you can view it later on youtube facebook and instagram so uh look for that on tuesday we will probably talk about it next week it's not necessarily video game related, but it's probably the most video game thing uh, in the whole world ever. Mm-hmm. So uh, we figured we'd mention it here. Uh, lightning round. And this will be the final piece of the lightning round. And I know we don't get super political on the show. We did Except last, for last week. week. Yeah. And I, didn't, I, I don't really like the trend continuing. However, this was too funny not to mention. Uh, it seems after allegations of Russian meddling in the 2016 U.S. election, which has continued to go on to this very day, and you know, little bits come out here and there, and people keep talking about it. Turns out they were utilizing Pokemon Go uh, to sow dissension in the United States in 2016, which is I just the most ridiculous thing. I've I ever don't heard. buy this one. What do you mean you don't buy it? I don't think this was Russia. Like to an extent, I know that it was traced back to Russia, but I don't think. Okay. So yeah, this let's run down what happened. This, 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 so uh, there was a Facebook group uh, called Don't Shoot Us, which was like a Black Lives affiliated, Black Lives Matter affiliated Facebook group. Not affiliated necessarily, but like it's a, like a, a Black Lives. It was a pro, that, yes. pro pro black people. Yes. Um, it was on Tumblr as well. It was on Tumblr. Okay. Yes. So uh, that was uh, traced to what was described as a Russian troll farm. Um. Uh, and right. while digging through it, they figure they found a, a thing tied to Pokemon Go, uh, in which they were using Pokemon Go. Uh, this this is where I this, this is where I don't think this is directly related to Russia. Um, it's just too stupid. No. So what the you- the whole plan was so stupid. I don't see how this was supposed to affect anything. It's not so much affecting anything. It was just a, a way to like 
cause chaos, I, so was, to speak. But it was so dumb. So what the plan was, this, what the plan was, was it was to encourage people to uh, playing Pokemon Go to go to places where black people were killed by police officers and name a Pokemon after that person. Yeah. And then like put them in the gyms and things like that so people would see them I and just, just kind of evoke that that experience of what this, happened. This this whole thing reeks to me of not this this is a, this reeks to me of just a troll. Yeah. This isn't like a Russian I like I don't I don't picture this being the Russian government sitting there going, let's do this because I've seen trolls do things like this before, not related to that, just trying to get people to do stupid things that people can point and laugh at them. Yeah, I mean, it could have just been a regular troll, but they did say that it tied back to this group that had done other Facebook ads and things that were uh, well, supposedly I mean, Russian government. Based. Yeah, that's my because a lot of trolls after that whole thing came out with the whole Russia hacking thing, they just started using VPNs yeah. and linking them back to Russia. Yeah. And it's very easy to do something. I can do it on my phone right now, and I can set it so that everything loops through Russia and back to me, so everything like comes across as it's yeah. coming from Russia instead. The fact that this plan was so goofy that I could only assume that it was... like, Did you ever hear of Free Bleeding? No. It was a 4chan prank um, in which they started a hashtag and a movement to encourage women not to use tampons. Huh. So that they just bled in their pants yeah and like to show off like you know to, to go into public places and don't i don't need you to no. get my foot go- no no i'm no, just i'm just my to, leg was stretching no but to go into show me joe uh no <laughs> to, to go into like public places and being like this is this is what women do yeah and this was a just a, 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 a regular 4chan prank yeah another one was like end father's day where they started a hashtag called end father's day and they spread it to try and get people to tweet end father's like that we need to end father's day because it's a patriarchal something or other okay and it took off and it was like a big trend on twitter well i never heard about this could have taken off that big it happened like three or four years ago oh, okay um and this just like i who who would do it? <laughs> Russia. No, no. I mean, like, who would fall for it? Oh, I, I don't, people get swept up in all kinds of causes that they think are... When they think someone is genuinely with their cause, they I, but take it, it up. But it's such... Like, I can... The only way I can really picture this, uh, like, creating um, strife among racial communities is the, like, the white... Or the black people that live in Ferguson seeing some rich white kid from college, like, coming there and being like, I'm going to catch a Weedle and name it Michael Brown. Yeah. And being like, what the fuck are you doing, you idiot? Get out of here. Yeah, but, like, at a time where this was at its height, I could... I get it. Like, I get why they're making this connection to it or whatever. There was also things where it's like, if you go, it's part of a contest and we're giving out gift cards, which then, like, nobody got gift cards. Yeah, but that's something a troll would say. Yeah, absolutely. If this had happened this year, I would think, oh, this could just be any rando troll. But this was before all the Russian hacking stuff came out. So it would be weird to be like, I'm going to Was it before all that stuff? This was 2016. This was before anybody ever heard of... We were still talking about it then, though. We were talking about Russia hacking the 2016 election in 2016. Well, there was talk of like Russia meddling with stuff. Not before the election. Yeah, it was. No, not really. Yeah. I remember hearing stuff about it before it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember hearing anything about it before then. Yeah. But either way. I remember people talking about it like 
Russia sowing discord and stuff like that. Yeah, well, clearly here's more evidence of Russia sowing discord from mm. the looks of it. I don't know. Um, it just it's like it's stupid. I Absolutely. Would, I if you're gonna come up with a plan, you come up with something less ridiculous. No, because if you make it ridiculous sounding, then no one's gonna think that you're sowing discord. They're just gonna think it's like a hey, this sounds so silly that it can't be it can't be something dumb. It has to be real because it's so silly. I, I still have a hard time buying it. It's just too goofy. Wait a minute, are you one of them? Yes. I knew it. Ah. He Dos Vidania, comrade. Unbelievable. That's Russian, right? Is sure. That... Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. going to bring back the McCarthy hearings here on the Broken Clocks podcast where I just accuse Joe of being a Russian spy. Um, but yeah. I will break you. Yeah. Or I must break you. I must break you. Uh, but yeah, so I think that's going to do it before we get too down a rabbit hole of different uh, 4chan trolling mechanisms. Um, but that will do it for the lightning round, which means it's going to do it for this episode. Um, this episode will go up like all episodes do Monday morning, 9 a.m. on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, and Stitcher. Remember that you can follow us on Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. So please do make sure you like and subscribe and give thumbs up and uh, you know whatever little thing that you can do on whatever platform of your choice that says that you like a thing that we're doing so we can keep doing the thing that we like um let us know uh, what your favorite russian hacking tool was uh on twitter you can engage us let us know what your favorite uh you know mode is in the new wwe what you feel about loot boxes you know let us know how you feel about humble bundle being owned by ign uh we are on twitter like i said at broken clock pods uh so once again for the broken clock podcast games cast my name is adam and i'm joe and thanks so much for listening 